Ragu, mate, first one of a new era. I know, it's fucking weird. Um, I guess for the uh, listeners, um, since the last episode, Sebastian has... Um, uh, well, he's quit. I mean, he's quit. He? he's quit. He's quit. He walked out on us. And uh, we're just going to have to crack on. Green and I think so. I think this is, we're going to look back on this as quite a positive time. I think so. Um, a new start. Yeah. It was acrimonious in some ways, but um, I don't. I don't know. We, we we did try and convince him to stay, but I mean, there's yeah. there's a limit, isn't there? There's. A... Guys, are you recording today? No. Welcome to Butterflies on the Wheel, where life's array of unsung bastards are finally held accountable for their actions. This week, two of us will present a real-life person they've encountered who's been guilty of some form of mild shithousery. As this week's judge, I will decide who has presented the most convincing case, and the winner will have the right to compete again in next week's podcast. The offences we report here are all the more criminal because they're not recognised as crimes. But that stops with us. Sure does. Wow. Good one. My name is Raghu Keshvan, and I'm joined by two experts in the field of bitching and moaning. Yeah. Sebastian Hendra. Hello, everyone. And Jack Gardner. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Great. Great. Good. So we're going to do that. So we're going to do that. Right. The rules are simple. <laughs> no, how are we? Or Yeah. Are, are we not doing... No, I'm, I, do I mean, not... after you guys tried to fake my own death <laughs> for me, it doesn't feel good. <laughs> I just want to signal that. The rules are simple. One, no more than three minutes for opening arguments. This rule will be ignored today. Two, the crime must be trivial. Leave William Bard to the actual courts and the big guy upstairs. And three, the punishment must fit the crime. Finally, if you have a trivial criminal you would like to prosecute in this here fake court. See, when I said to you at the start of the podcast, I said, don't read exactly what I wrote because well, I've done I that. I skipped Dear Listener. What the <laughs> fuck else do you want? You just exactly the same script. I skipped Dear Listener. It is by definition not exactly the same script. <laughs> ignore, ignore, ignore the quibbles, Dear Listener. <laughs> you went you, back to Dear Listener. If you have a trivial criminal you want to prosecute, yeah. just fucking write in. The email address is butterflyspodcast at gmail.com. Tweet to us. You won't tweet to us. At but- butterfliespod. Or follow us on Instagram um, at butterfliespodcast. On Instagram, if you do message us, all three of us will message you back pretending to be the same person. Yeah. It's a mind fuck. I tend to write in all caps, so I feel like people recognize that it's... What, because the, like, the other two are temperate, cool-headed people <laughs> who never shout? It's an I see your point. point. I see your point. <laughs> what are we tossing? Have we got... Oh, we've got a battery. Unfortunately, it says exactly the same thing on both sides. So you're going to have to go thin side or fat side. It says the exact same thing on both sides yeah, because it's it probably not going to... According to the law of probability, fat Like side. you give a fuck. You wanted to land like corkscrew up last week. Yeah, that's a good point. Go balls. Heavy. Uh, so okay. if you can call, you can call like high, the high probability side, which is the, the flat side. Oh, well, now I don't like this. <laughs> yeah, I get the flat side. Yeah, flat side? Okay. Flat side. Just like Jack's ass. Yep. Oh my god, it it's the thin side. <laughs> it's the flat side. Uh, I will go first, because um, I don't want to have to listen to Jack cool. first. Keep the papers down, because they'll rust. What papers? I do this all from memory. <laughs> I mean, I do. It shows, Raghu. <laughs> well, it's a podcast, not a radio play, you sluts. Everyone, everyone stop interrupting me. Now, I have a tragic one for you today. No, you don't. And by that, I mean I am the tragic hero of this story. Speaking of tragedy, today I'll be taking us back to the gymnasium, 
or gymnasion, as it was known in ancient Greece, a land where young men stripped naked, lubed up in olive oil, and wrestled one another for hours as older men who called themselves philosophers looked on. In other words, the gymnasium used to be dope as fuck. Today, however, we can all agree it's a shallow cesspool of steroids and competitive superficiality. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yet, as a gay man, I am legally required to attend. Now, within the confines of this virtual community center for fragile ego, today's trivial crime unfolds. As usual, I will begin with a defense of my character. As you both know, I'm a very disciplined young man. My personal life is all about balance. I rarely drink, I stay away from stimulants, and I haven't eaten more than 400 calories in one sitting since 1996. I've also what been going to the gym for nearly six, a lot of breastfeeding. <laughs> I've, also, I've also been going to the gym for nearly six years in an attempt to stave off the disease that seems to affect everyone in my family sooner or later. I don't know what the medical term is, but we refer to it as FNS or fat neck syndrome. <laughs> I've done all sorts of exercises to fight the good fight against early onset FNS. I lift, comma, bro. I go to boot camp. I subject myself to the intolerable loons who preach their way through my hot yoga classes. I've done it all, but eventually you hit a wall. So when I recently joined the shitty gym around the corner from my office, I thought, you know what? I'm going to get a personal trainer just to ensure that I'm properly shredded for the summer, comma, bro. Little did I know what trivial, tragical hell my hubris would bring me to. When I first met my trainer, he seemed perfectly pleasant, if a little salesy, very intent on sort of first date chatting me up. He compliments my physique, which I love, um, and says it would be a joy to train someone who's experienced because, like me in my day-to-day -day life, he has no time for fat novices. Oh in God. short, every episode now I is know, just guys, fat stuff. Fuck's sake. In short, gentlemen, he was lubing me up like an ancient Greek wrestler. <laughs> then comes our first session, where he says he has to assess my ability, and as he put it, he's Italian, by the way. Learn how I like to move. So you said Italian. Do you want to try that again? Anyway, after I laugh at this innuendo, I oblige and try to show off my best technique. So we start by squatting. He asks me to use a barbell with 10 kilo weights, 10 kilo weights on either end, 20 kilos total, easy squeezy. Now, I also know I'm good at squats because I've learned the technique nine different times. So I load the barbell on, widen my stance, push my butt toward the back wall, hinge my torso, keeping my back straight, bend at the knee, and slowly descend ass first into a position that my fans who know me well will know I know very well. Is it normal to be turned on? Mm. Right now, Raggy? Uh, squats. No, no I'm, I'm not normal. I don't think so. I'm, I'm not a turn on either. I do a couple squats and then... Just he... making it clear. <laughs> so I do a couple squats and then he tells me to stop. That's enough, uh, he says. Okay, no problem. He has some notes. He's telling me to stop. That's fine. That's good. That's good for my technique. He looks at me inquiringly. Is it uh, too heavy? He asks. Uh, not at all, I say. And I'm starting to worry a bit. Oh, okay. Then what is wrong? Now I'm becoming mortified. It's because you. I detect no problem. Because, uh, he says, you lift uh, like an 80-year-old man. No. <laughs> That's why I ask if it's too heavy. No. Is... I am utterly flabbergasted at this point. That's insane. You keep shaking, he says. <laughs> like an old man. He's smiling at me now, like I'm in on the joke of me being an old man. If it's too heavy, you tell me. Okay, we change, no problem. 
I went Russian. So now I now I am literally on the verge of tears, Fuck looking sake. down at the floor in shame. All my years of training flushed away in one second. So for the crime of implying that I don't know how to do a squat properly, and then mocking me and expecting me to join in with him on the hilarious joke, I condemn this trivial Italian criminal before the judge, jury, our anti-EU parliament, and this court. Thank you very much. It's hilarious. So, so wait, basically, this guy in long, drawn-out and elaborate Italian said to you, do you even lift, bro? Yeah. Do you even lift, bro? Do you even lift? Um, yeah, I guess so. Dude, that's funny as fuck. So, in, you know how we talk about rehearsing conversations um, after yeah, the yeah, fact? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one has been in my head every day. What would you say? I've just... Wait, well, let me let me be the Italian trainer. What, what, point, what point do you want to come and... So you say, is it too heavy? Is it too heavy for you, bro? Then I deck you in the fucking face! <laughs> <laughs> Stretching the limits of the meaning of the word conversation beyond recognition. No, it's, it's effective. I, I was... You know how you shake a little bit? Like, I was going slowly to show off my dopest fuck technique. And so when I went back up every time, it was fine. But when you go down, when oh, you have it. weight on you... You're shaking. It looks like you're shaking. You're not shaking. Not the, like an 80-year-old man. And he like trapped me into the joke. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He, he was he like, well, he was like, it. oh wait, I'm so concerned. Is everything okay? Because you look like a pussy ass bitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's just funny. I was like, like, I'm paying you. I just paid for that. My, that word that just came out of your mouth. I just paid for it. Personal personal trainers have often like such an inflated sense of, of like knowledge and yeah. sort of the fact that they think. So for example, um, I went to the gym and I had strapping on my knee because I've got arthritis. And I say to the guy who's my personal trainer, I'm saying, can I have any, can you give me any sort of like routines that don't involve me having to squat or use my knee or anything? He insists on spending the first 15 minutes going, can I have a look? He's Portuguese. Can I have a look at your leg? And I was like, okay. He's like, because I, I know very much about this. I was like, you know about early onset chronic inflammatory arthritis in a knee, do you? And he's like, yes, I'm very good at niche. And so he's like putting me through my paces and he sat me down in a very busy gym, like moving my leg up. I was like, is it hurt? And I was like, yes. <laughs> Actually, it is, it hurt. is hurt. It is hurt. Actually. This is this is why we voted Brexit. Why did you think it was okay for him to examine me? And I'm air quoting the shit out of the air right now. Well, because I mean, also because like, he's big. No, but also because like I'm sure there's loads of people who come to the gym who have nothing wrong with them. Yeah. Like if you play the percentages, oh, and then, yeah, yeah, who have like strapping like on their little pinky and. 97% of the rest of their body because yeah. they think it makes them look hard or yeah. like they've got like but there's um there is definitely a sort of like not staying in your lane oh, issue yeah. here where trainers mm. for some reason believe that because what they <laughs> s- and I and I'm doing air quotes here yeah. study is quasi, <laughs> quasi anatomy or like you know science related that suddenly they can start advising you on that one of the things he tried to upsell me was nutrition yeah. Um, advice and I was like look at me I'm a god like yeah. I eat whatever I want I don't care um, I don't need your help um, and he like kept going on about it, about how he had again studied nutrition and I was like you're not gonna win me over on this no. you are not a scientist uh, I mean and this is coming from uh, you and I agree with you on this but coming from somebody who did classics I studied philosophy jobs Gay. that um <laughs> Then you completely unemployable. What are you talking about? I am consistently employed. No, in as the am past I. T- three months. 
Where are you going? What did you do? What did you do, Jeff? Where are you going? What did, what did you do again? What? I did history. Was it world history? American history. Did American I, history is basically the history of like, personal like training. Fifteen years. I did American history, and I thought until oh, uh, with a focus in sport. Yeah, yeah, in <laughs> the history of sports. But I realized the other day that uh, New England, not a state. I was. So, I did American history as a postgraduate degree. That is what? terrifying. Why did you think New England was a state? Because I'm a dumb asshole. Good God. But it doesn't no, but even sound you... like a state. Shut up. Yeah, it does. New Jersey. New York. Uh, shut up. No, but those are new cities. I did American are... history, I'll have you know. So New York sound would, would potentially be a state because it's small. New England is a collection. Yeah, that's really... Can I stop you there? Yeah. I'm so bored of this. That it's, it's your it's, it's your subject area. Yeah, and you're running with it, and there's nothing for me to run with. What were you saying? You were saying I'm saying that studying nutrition or fucking sports science or whatever yeah. is even lower down the food chain than studying the classics <laughs> or philosophy, and we're pretty far down. It comes back as well, I think this this to sort of like the thing in the last episode with your thing, Ragu, where it's people who really shouldn't have any power over you having power over you. Yeah. And when I did my story about the In guy... In this case, though, Sebastian did ask for it by paying the guy to have power over You it. don't pay for the guy to... You, you may maybe say... As a personal trainer, you're allowed to have them say to you, you can do this, or, or, or don't be weak, or whatever, and, and, and sort of, like, motivate you in that sense. But to sort of, like, calmly destroy Dis- Dismantle your self-confidence, yeah. yeah. See, this is why I don't go to the gym, because I am... <laughs> I love the idea of that! <laughs> Just going, hey, I have concerns for you <laughs> because you are acting like a Sasha Beach what, Sasha Silly Beach what accent is that he's a very Euro Trashian I think it's time for you Jack Jacqueline to uh, give us your story uh, <clears throat> word up my homies the court will recall a few weeks ago when the streets of London were clogged by uh, Extinction Rebellion, a socio-political movement uh, which uses non-violent resistance to protest against climate breakdown, thank you Wikipedia. The record will state that this movement has my absolute full support. The sun may very well explode in 500 million years. Oh my god, I know, I talk but, about that all the time. But this planet Five is billion. folding no. faster than a cheap tent. Thus, I vote green, I donate to Greenpeace, and of course, I was planning to rebel myself after work. I was looking forward to doing something cool like chain myself to a truck in the name of peace and love, or headbutt a police horse. That's right, listeners. <laughs> Despite literally everything I have ever said on this near podcast, I am actually woke as fuck hashtag woke anyway my plans to rebel were scuppered by a silly bitch named martha hashtag woke <laughs> martha that's her real name by the way um is how do i put this eloquently she's in enti- police horse she's entitled she's spoiled she's unreliable she's lolly she's kissy cuddle she's stroke a belly she go bite the back of your legs but it's gonna be far she lolly her lolly stroke her belly sometimes as well she likes it very much She's my dog. Oh. <laughs> um, on the morning of the first rebellion, Martha was taken on a walk by my simple bumpkin family up in the prehistoric shire of Essex. She did this really cute thing that she does sometimes, which is start running, continue running, um, and then not come back for nine hours. <laughs> I was in London, so I got word out on social media while my family hurriedly sacrificed a sheep to their pagan gods for Martha's safe return. <laughs> I love how much this cracks you up. She was eventually found nine hours after going missing by people who had seen my Facebook post, uh, cementing my position as the best person to ever exist in the history of time. An hour earlier, however, when I got off work, Martha was still AWOL, and my I was naturally in a disgusting mood. 
So I'm cycling home on my normal route, which just happens to take me past Big Ben, uh, where one of the Extinction Rebellions is about to take place. It's quite an eerie, quiet atmosphere. There are no cars allowed, just cyclists and, and rebels. I see a woman on the pavement in front of me. Now, I was going, I was going to describe her in detail here, but uh, based on feedback I've received on past episodes, particularly episode 17, Fat Guy on a Plane Times Two, Whenever I spend time focusing on how a trivial criminal looks, it can distract listeners from the actual crime and apparently also makes me appear somewhat bigoted. So I will limit myself to three descriptive words and let the listeners bigot it out from them for themselves. Nothing about this is limited. White, <laughs> dreadlock, vegan. I see her out of the corner of my eye moving towards the road. She's got a hooter thing you might have at a sporting event. As I pass her, she leans in as close to me as she can and blows the hooter into my ear. <clears throat> now, because my cherished family dog was missing presumed dead, I was quite eager to get home and check for updates. However, I wish now that I'd followed my initial instinct to slam on my brakes and ask her quite politely, Excuse me, sorry, may I ask, what are you here for? What did you set out to do when you came here today, wearing your patchwork harem pants? No, seriously, I want to know. Why are you here? Literally, answer me. It's okay, don't cry. I just want to know. Why are you here? Shall I tell you? You are here to protest widespread ecological collapse and those responsible for it. Now, describe what I am currently doing. Or are you literally blind, as well as blind to irony? I am riding a bike. I am the solution. You are literally attacking the solution to the problem you are protesting about. So put, so put your hooter away. So made put out of your hooter. <laughs> it was going so well. <laughs> put my hooter, please. So put your hooter away. Made out of plastic, by the way. You breathing oxymoron. And reconsider yourself. Because of you, I now no longer want you to succeed in your aim to extend the lifespan of this planet. Because if it's a choice between total ecological Armageddon and spending my existence on the same Earth as people like you, I will take my chances in the sulfur dioxide thunderstorms as my friends and family die around me. <laughs> I, want to well, meet, I want to meet this person. I want to meet her. I have met her many, <laughs> many times. I, I know exactly which hooter pooting. I've never seen anybody as thick as this. She she pooted her hooter at a cyclist. Oh, no, I don't have any words. I mean, it's possible that she was trying to rouse you out of your middle class complacency. It's just, I mean, it, one, it, of the, one of the worst things you can do <clears> is like get people who are in their daily lives <clears> clearly <throat> on your side because... <clears throat> You didn't just choose to cycle on a whim. Yeah. I'm sacrificing my safety for the good of the fucking no, I mean, climate. Let's cover the planet in pitch and set it on fire. I think that's, yeah, the planet's going to be fine without us. Yeah. It doesn't matter what we do. Yeah. We, we will become extinct. She yeah. will she she will probably become extinct sooner because she doesn't eat enough protein from <laughs> meats. What that means to me is like we've got to take care of each other, right? We've got to look out for one another while mm. we have a few years left before the sulfur dioxide storms yeah. take us and our families. I can breathe sulfur dioxide. That's can all Indians. All, in- all Indians. <laughs> what? 
Do you even breathe sulfur dioxide, bro? <laughs> bro. Why do you not breathe? <laughs> <laughs> what is the sulfur painful for you? I feel that she is her her trivial crime is because I actually think she was definitely trying to get you to join in <laughs> rather than protesting you because mm. that doesn't make any sense. Um, and her trivial crime is directing her energies mm. towards that essentially futile act of protestation. No, no, no. It's also it's also I think what's so obscene is to try to get somebody to join in. By doing something that will 100% piss them off. I really don't think she was trying to get me to join in. I could see in the look in her eyes, it was a look of contempt. Describe her eyes to me. Contemptuous. <laughs> Full of contempt. I, she, she was looking at me at the side of her eyes. She was just like, she, you know what it was? Were she her was eyes walking, red? She was walking towards Parliament. No, she was walking towards Parliament Square. And and it, it was clearly that she was sort of like geeing herself to be up in a protest. And it was very exciting. And the way that she projected that energy was to be like, I'm going to do something rather rebellious here. Ooh, <laughs> there's a man. <laughs> Don't put your hooter. Don't, Don't put your But if that guy who didn't stop your phone thief had had a hooter, then he should have booted his hooter. In, and the phone thief, he would have been so pissed off. He would have got off the bike. He would have pooed him off the bike. He pooed him off the bike. Right and, there. And then and there. So a hooter can be pooted in a good cause. Yeah, obviously, look, we're not suggesting you can that... You a hooter in a good place. We're not suggesting for a second here on this podcast, and I want to make this absolutely clear to anyone listening. You can, you can poot a hooter in a good situation, <laughs> but do not poot your hoot for any extraordinary reasons. Right, gentlemen, can we have, can we have punishments, please? Uh, Sebastian? No, I think it would be too easy to maim, given that we're in the gymnasium surrounded by dangerous equipment. Um, it would be too easy to put his head in between this weight and that floor and watch it Sebastian, squeeze into nothing. Sebastian, why are your eyes gone fully black? Sorry, I think my nose is bleeding. It's just a rage stroke. Oh. In any case, very sexy. that would be too easy. Instead, I'd like to condemn him to feeling what I felt. And so I want him, a personal trainer, every time he walks into the gym, instantly people start looking at him, looking at him up and down, giving him that feeling that you get sometimes when you walk into the gym, like, shit, they're looking at me like I might not know what I'm doing. And I want him to just gradually get more and more eyes staring at him until he's standing with the barbell squatting and literally <laughs> everybody is looking at him in the gym <laughs> quizzically. <laughs> I like it. Quizzically. I'm a big fan. Jack, how are you going to punish your So for her, I, I feel that... Shove that hoot... Nope. <laughs> I feel... Uh, shove the hoot pooter up Put that hooter where the soon don't shove. <laughs> no, 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 no pooter shall be pooted. No, basically I Ooh, hope that for her next birthday... Which I hope is soon. Vegans weird. don't have birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> they they go by the horoscopes. But basically, on her next horoscopic um, cycle, her next lunar birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but on on the next whatever. So basically, I hope that she gets gifted a endangered dolphin um, to look after, and it's her dolphin. And that friend says, "Look, it's worth thirty five pounds, and this is going to guarantee the safety of this dolphin." And also, with loads of these perks. Um, you get to get regular updates from the dolphin and the dolphin like writes letters to you but actually obviously it's just the people on the boat taking photos of it and stuff and they can track it and you can get an app and you can track the dolphin all around the world it's great and she develops a real affinity to this dolphin some would say sexual but that's by the by one update comes about four months down the line which um, is tragic actually the little dolphin um, BB 
has died, um, which is dreadful. And my vegan friend is, is obviously gutted um, and reads the letter wondering how, how could this be? She gets told that the dolphin Bibi um, died by choking on a single use plastic that resembled a lot like the hooter pooter that she <laughs> threw in the boon after hooting it at me. And she has to spend the rest of her life with guilt, knowing that her pooch fooked a doof. Deep through it. Deep through to the doof. To death. We are, by the way, going to really massively improve our Dutch fan base. On this <laughs> right. Thank you. Thank you, gentlemen, for, uh, for, your, for your crimes and punishments. I think for the general hilarity of the storytelling... And for the unlikely but devastating nature of his punishment, I have to give this week's hootabooting yes! trophy yes, 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 yes. to Jack. Oh, I was going to go off on one if you didn't give it to me because I've been editing these episodes and you've given so many clear victories to me to him. Uh, usually when you lose, you fucking deserve it. Um, you just I didn't... do think we should all get credit for the hootabooting. No, I, I, th- I, th- I think the hootabooting the, should, should... The deep throating and the fooking and the doof. Yeah, that's, that, that's us, That's guys. a collective. Yeah. I mean, this is now a multilingual podcast. What can I say? <laughs> That's all for this week. Thank you for listening. Please review us. Five stars are hugely appreciated by all of us. And uh, we might tweet you a hootapoota if you, if you do. Yeah. Hootapoota um, is coming out now. More importantly, tell somebody else about this. A housemate you don't like. A sibling you do like. Your dog. A dolphin. Um, Hashtag hootapoota. Write into us with your trivial criminal at butterflyspodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to our social media. Instagram is at butterflyspodcast. Twitter is at butterflyspod. And goodbye. Hoot your pooters, ladies. Hoot your hoot in my foot. <laughs>